Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of Rise Up, the podcast. I'm back here with your two favorite hosts, Scotty Rogers and Greg Grenlian. And we just watched an unbelievable semifinal games in the PLL. We're here to break those down. We're here to talk to you guys about next week, the championship in Philly. We'll be there, boots on the ground. Before we get into all that good stuff, let's uh, let's hear about your guys' weekends. How are we doing? Uh, first NFL Sunday. Uh, put myself in quite the body bag yesterday. Woke up. Went to work today, got a workout, rushed back, uh, here to record. Both blood vessels popped in my eyes. I'm having a terrific Monday. How are you guys? That's awesome, man. Uh, I went to a bachelor party for one of my best friends. Uh, my best friend, Greg Avato, his younger brother, Mike, we decided to go to Scottsdale. And we went golfing, which I do only at bachelor parties. So I'm pretty good. And then we went to Maya Day Club for a little pool party action on Saturday. Nice. And we were very good gentlemen about it. It was fantastic. I made a lot of friends. I've been and there. And now I'm back in one piece. I've been there. I'm not allowed back, but I've been there once. <laughs> I've I've never done Scottsdale before, but that video you sent, I mean, that place looks lights out. Yeah, it's it's a very it's smaller than Vegas. It's way cheaper than Vegas. It hey, I actually had a mission from the time we got there. I wanted to meet a person from Arizona. And you need one. No, nah, not one, right? Not a one. All tourists. I know. Yeah. yeah. Man, I want to give a shout out to Schmitty, former Bills kicker that I met at the pool party. Great dude. The whole crew of guys from uh, California that were there for a bachelor party. Love yeah. it. I was on the other side of the bachelor party. I was actually at a wedding this weekend. So uh, it's two different two different things, but yeah, yeah. The future, the future, you know, that future, bachelor yeah, party, yeah. then the wedding. But yeah, I was at a wedding out in Long, Long Island, and I was fortunate enough that another member uh, who was invited to the wedding was also on my men's league team. So we took the eight a.m. train from West Hampton back to New York City to make our men's league game Sunday morning. Nyack Lacrosse is one and zero, and then we. Parlayed that into an NFL Sunday at the bar with the team, watching some games, watching some red zone, and it was an unbelievable weekend. Sundays in the fall are my Super Bowl. Considering hey, Sibes, you look great considering what I probably think you put yourself through the last 24 hours. It's youth. It's you know youth. I mean? Holy shit. I would be in a crypt. Listen, I know that I know that the, <laughs> coming back from a wedding that weekend. Uh, coming back from a wedding that early is kind of a doozy, but Sundays in the fall are literally my favorite. You wake yeah. up in the morning, you you go show up to the lacrosse field, you know, everyone's in the same shape as you're in. And it's basically, you know, you just bear through a lacrosse game for an hour so you can then go with the 30 friends to the bar and watch football. That's wild. Wish I did it all wrong, Scotty. We, That's what I should have done in my just, career. No, that would have been so know. much better. I know it. I, know it. I miss Speaking that. of lacrosse, let's get it. Let's get into this weekend's action, which was Pretty incredible. Absolutely. But before we get into this week's action, let's just make sure we thank our sponsors of the podcast. We have Roback. I came in first place, I believe. Or Scotty and I tied. That's why we're wearing hats. But I overall for the year came in first place for picks. So I'm I'm rocking the Roback hat. Greg, I saw you wearing the Roback hat on the golf course. Looks sharp. We're sporting the Roback gear. Make sure you use promo code RISEUP20. To get 20% off your purchases at Roback, they have the best polo shirts. I'm wearing them to the office. Now they have to go in the office a little bit more. 
Um, these guys have been wearing the polos. I saw Scotty rocking it down in Ocean City. He was looking sharp. And then big shout out to our other sponsor, Level Select CBD. It is formulated with premium CBD and complementary active ingredients to deliver results you can feel. Level Select produces their own premium quality CBD and can deliver the best products to you for the best prices. And it's all backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make sure you use promo code RISE20 to get 20% off your order at Level Select CBD. Sives, I, I can do this every goddamn week. Don't I will fucking it, I'm here. I'm here for that. I got God, you. that's such a good sale, bro. And now we can get into this weekend. Let's talk. Let's start it off with the Water Dogs Whip Snakes. The Whip Snakes, first time in PLL history, they're not playing for a championship. Playoff. Oh, oh, we're we're going right with the Water Dogs first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's first on the play okay. sheet. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Jake Withers. Two weeks in a row, he's gone against uh, percentage wise the top two regular season faceoff men, and he has shown up. He was raking all day. Courier was on the same page. If Earhart didn't play out of his freaking mind off the wing, that would have been a way worse day for the Whip Snakes. Um, and then the goalie play. I mean, I have said it forever. You have to outplay the Whips in multiple different ways to have a chance. And Dylan Ward showed us exactly why he's Team Canada's goalie again. You got. We talked about it last week, right? We foreshadowed how – um, that experience in big games for Dylan is is something that I think always plays. I, listen, we're going to talk about the next goalie in the next game, and and both of those guys have been in big games, and that's where I think veteran uh, goalie play in this league is is something that it's not like the other positions. You're not going to really start a rookie in this league. It's hard to uh, because you want that experience, and you watch Dylan, man. He's just a pro. Like He comes in. I think both of him and Blaze, we could talk about Blaze later, but Dylan comes in a little rusty, right? They're, they're getting out of his indoor season, wins a championship in the indoor league, and then comes in, probably has to get his feet wet. Now look at him, he's hitting stride right at the perfect time. And like I said, momentum as a goalie is something I wrote out in college. I had a nice little four-game s- sprint there. And uh, if you get hot, you stay hot. I mean, that's just how it, – it's kind of how it works, right? And, and we talked about Burnlore last week – Maybe yeah. coming off three weeks, and he was playing great up until the bye. So, That's so I happens, brought that right? up. I brought that up last week. I said, you know, are we worried about rust? Do you think you attribute this to rust, or just you know, water dogs? No, I think this was will. I think when you look at this game, man, the water dog sour shows up, puts in a hattie within like a minute, and then his hammy starts to bother him. And he's kind of going out of the box. He's 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 initiating from the wing a little bit. He's not himself. Then DNAP goes down with a bad hammy. We we, we got to find out what the deal is with that for championship weekend. So now you're down. Your your most dynamic offensive player is hindered. Your your probably your most veteran and best D midi is now out of the game yeah. in the most pivotal two minutes of the game. Uh, the Whip Snakes start off the second half with like five straight faceoff wins, and they start to to stretch the lead to two or three goals. Any other team in any other situation would have collapsed, and the Water Dogs just made it happen. Wardo, huge save, quick transition. What they're known for, they get the ball on the right stick at the right time. It's really hard to make that Whip Snakes defense make mistakes. 
and they made the whip snakes make mistakes. Guys were hedging too far at times, and they would they would always make the right pass, the right play. They didn't even they didn't even blink, and, just, and it was so gutsy. They just have. Listen, I think the water dogs are unique because they just have so much stress they could put on you at different spots, right? So it's like, yeah, you have a Sowers. Sowers is like a one. He's like like a one dodger, one initiator. But then Kieran actually could do both. He could kind of choose to facilitate. He could choose to finish. He could choose to play off ball. He could carry the ball. So, I mean, there's so many weapons there. And they're playing together. We talked about like that unity that they have right now. It doesn't look like they're phased by much. It almost looks like they're... They're riding this wave right at the perfect time offensively. Defensively, though, you got to give them credit. Like they have poles that handle well too. So they push the ball well in transition. They get the ball off the ground, but they're also threats in transition to pull up. So that actually gives you a lot of stress as the as the whip snakes have to honor that. And they might not be as tight as they should be at times. So listen, yeah. I, like I said, I think youth is good uh in an offensive uh in an offensive league. Uh, obviously, that that defense is getting older. Uh, the Whip Snakes, but they're still great. They had a great season. Three weeks off sometimes. Well, that's the other point. Yeah. That's the other point, Scotty. Do you think the knowledge of a lot of that roster going into free agency after this season, the nucleus that the league has known, I mean, borderline, if they had won maybe one more championship, you could legitimately say a dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that creeps into your mind at all. You know, I wonder if they're going to have Bernhardt back you know bernie back next year i wonder if any of those guys seek a different opportunity somewhere else it'll be interesting i think that's two different teams too i think the whip snakes might make some changes in the offseason i think the water dogs are making zero changes i think the water dogs yeah keep, i agree with you the water dogs gonna keep this thing rolling for another season after whatever happens next week it doesn't i mean it matters but like i said i think there are successes every year they've gotten better right and now if some of these teams are just hitting this little stalemate that are a little older one or two young guys could turn that over the hill, right? So that's that's yeah. where the, the coaches, I think, are. I think the whole free agency conversation, you know, that you kind of just alluded to, is an interesting topic in itself. And we can get into it later, you know, after this year wraps yeah. up. Because I just think free agency is still so new in the PLL. And, and I don't think a lot of people know, like, how it's going to take shape. Like, it's not going to be like, you know, NFL free agency, but it'll be interesting to see how it does play out. I think that's a good point. But before, you know, let's let's wrap up this game. You know, congrats to the Whip Snakes on, you know, hell of a season. They're, you know, basically, you know, pretty much their dynasty. I'll call them a dynasty. You know, they were in three championships in three years. They won two of them. You know, I'm sure those guys are bummed, but congratulations to the Water Dogs uh, making the championship, you know, expansion team in this league kind of, you know, you say like they, you know, got the scraps of a lot of other teams, you know, picking up players that weren't protected. So I'm sure those guys going into this season with chips on their shoulders and congratulations to them making the championship game. So let's talk about the state of what does the league need to do? Because we've been talking about this playoff situation. Greg specifically last week, a lot of people hating on the format, right? How does a two and a three and eight team, whatever the chaos were, make this run? It's bullshit. A lot of people are saying it. You know, it doesn't matter the regular season. Now, if we add four teams, is there even enough talent? I'd say there's enough talent in this free agency pool, in these in these pickup pools, um, to have maybe two teams, two more teams. Four would be thin again. And we've been in there in the MLL, Greg. You know, you've been there with San, like San Francisco, L.A. Um, how do you think that – what is your thought on that? 
Well, we can definitely talk about that. I, I would. I mean, we could definitely talk about that. I want to get to the chaos game though, because I'm dying to talk about Cluche and his ridiculous shovel goal. Let's. But Scotty, that's a great point. Let's table that. Let's bring that up for sure. Let's talk about the chaos game before we get into our interview with Kyle Harrison, K18. I forgot to mention that at the top of the show. We have him coming on, absolute lacrosse legend, coming on to this oh, yeah. podcast. But before we get into that interview, let's talk about the chaos game. You know, like you said, Scotty, two and eight chaos, and they're back in the championship. Yeah. Pissing everyone off. They're feeding off all of the 2.8%. Man, they just know how to turn it on at the right time. Holy shit. You know, this is what's crazy, too, is Kluche gets, you know, Kluche, if you haven't seen his goal, then freaking go on ESPN Plus and watch this shit. Um, but he did like a 15, you know, borderline two point shovel shot. Right. Yeah, stung nice. the corner. Yeah. Then he beat somebody GLA. I give Cluche a ton of credit because if you remember this, Scotty, his the first year he had with the Atlas, he has shaved a lot of weight off, he and he has really rededicated himself. And he yeah. looks more athletic than ever. And he was a he was a bull in the first quarter. What's interesting is after that, the chaos offense really kind of tapered down, and it was really stolen by the show of the defense. Not just Blaze. Oh. Playoff Blaze was like 73% yeah, save Blaze percentage. Is there. But their defense as a whole was unreal. Hey, physically, physically, whatever they went into that game saying, they definitely said, we need to beat the shit physically out of their attack. Because I watch guys get – They hit. said 2.8%. They were hitting – No, but everybody. dudes were hitting the ground. Like Marcus, Willie, like those guys are tough. They get back up, but they were getting freaking – those guys were hitting. Yeah. And they were being physical with them. Grant was getting thrown around a little bit. Like, listen, that's well, a was big, Grant. Um, was Grant okay? I, I tell you, look, I, listen. I always said like it. He was a hundred percent. I don't think he's been a hundred percent this whole season. To be completely honest, yeah. I'm still on the verge of like he's been at about eighty. He probably came back at eighty, right? But like Tommy, having a guy like Tommy, man, I, I, I Tommy, Marcus, Will. I know how much I got. That has to kill him, man. And listen. Well, that team, almost the whole team's hitting free agency. So, yeah, we can definitely talk about this stuff later. But that's that's going to be – that's going to hurt. And you have said it all, all year, Scotty, that the nucleus of this team, you know, Grant didn't look 100%. And I, I honestly, as a fan, feel robbed because I feel like we haven't seen Sowers and Grant both 100% in this league. Yeah. And it's a bummer for everybody. And I feel bad for those guys. But – when you have that guy unable to put pressure like he usually can to spin the ball. And like we talked about, the reason I thought the archers might be able to pull this off is because I thought that they would be able to get their shots off of passes. And I thought chaos did an amazing job adjacent and shutting down the two pass lane. Cause that's where they kill you. So grant and Shribes yeah. kill you with the through pass. So, and they had sticks in lanes and they were on hands all the time. So the good thing about the chaos, and I think this is a strength of the chaos is they're long. They're big and long defense. Yeah. Newman, Reese, right? These guys are huge, bro. Like, so when they scrape, we used to call it Notre Dame scraping the lane. We used to scrape lanes heavy because we had long, kind of rangy guys. When they do that, like, you know, in the passing lane, scraping that lane, it's really, they cover six, they cover like eight feet, dude. So it's like, yeah. you're not really skipping that ball through X. They're making that skip through X tough. They're making these little, uh, kind of just move along passes hard. So it kind of throws the rhythm of the offense off. You know what I mean? Like there's no rhythm if they're always yeah. making you work, V-cut, get open. Like It's just a harder day at the office. So I, I don't know. Yeah, if, you're not, if you're, you don't have rhythm as an offense with a 52-second shot clock, you're in, you're in a lot of trouble. Right. right. I agree. You know, that's a great point. And I, I feel like we love talking about the 
Canadian presence on the chaos offense, but the defense doesn't get shine as much, I don't think. And, you know, holding this Archers team to seven goals is That's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. You know, Grant, Grant Ament was 0-1. Will Manny was double bagels. Call it that matchup, though. Jack Rowlett against Eamon always yeah. has had great, great success. It's just something they've done since college. Penn, you know, Penn State versus UNC, whether it be he always had that matchup. Sometimes, like it's like when Tucker Durkin plays Lyle, you know, like it's always like a tougher matchup. Some guys just have that matchup down. I think that's always been a tough one for Grant. I don't think that's, you know, that's like one of those matchup things that's going to be hard for him, you know? Yeah. And like you, you know, you mentioned earlier, Scotty, I, I feel for these archers guys, you know, they, they really, you could tell from our interview last week with Tom Schreiber, if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go check that out. You know, they wanted it. They've been playing together for so long, that core. And and you could tell how bad they wanted and, and to go down nine seven, such a tight game. Like if your defense is holding teams to nine goals, you think you're gonna win probably eight out of ten times, right? I mean, just such a bad like tight game, and those tight games are the ones where you know those one or two mistakes can be you know change the total outcome of the game. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. If I'm if I'm Andy Towers, you know. I'm sure the, the the number 2.8 is stacked up somewhere on the locker room. I know it's all over Twitter. Lacrosse Playground every single week is like another week of 2.8% tweets. I mean, listen, the problem, with, the problem with this is everybody's feeding. They, 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 it's not hurting these guys. And it, you're actually pissing them off. You're pissing them off. You're pissing them off. And every time you piss them off, they're going to make you pay, bro. I called it. That's why I told you I'm not going to pick them the whole rest of the playoffs <laughs> because I want some credit. I, I, I mean, I could see I could see that trophy being hoisted next week and someone saying, fuck Beast. And I would say, yeah, OK, but we helped you get and there. I would you say, know? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and give me a ring, too. I'll take a ring. Yeah. I'll take one. Good shit. No, but yeah, I mean, like we said, you know, that game so tight. Chaos back to the championship again, 2.8%. We'll get into it a little bit more when we preview the championship game between the Water Dogs and the Chaos. But before we get to that preview, we're going to switch it over to an interview with Kyle Harrison. If you guys don't know him, you should probably know him. I mean, this guy is an absolute lacrosse legend, and we're so fortunate to have him on. Please welcome to the podcast, Kyle Harrison. Kyle, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your schedule, jumping on the podcast to record with us. Um, you know, for me, you're one of my, like, I was most excited about getting you on. You're someone I definitely, like, looked up to when I was playing in middle school and high school. So to have you on is awesome. And I know Scotty and Greg were equally as pumped to get you on. So, man, we're really happy to have you here. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, you're one of my favorite, you know, one of my best friends. Obviously, we're totally different people. Um, but it's been not a ton of time. It's been great to have you as a mentor uh off the field and on the field, be a teammate with you, win a championship with you. But just kind of great to have you here to talk about a little bit of I, I love talking about what you're doing out of the game now because I think that's such a as an ambassador to sport, um, and watching you kind of I, I know you hate being booched. But this is kind of what I have to do while you're here. I got to boot you, brother. So, you know, <laughs> keep that soda water. You came here to get booched. <laughs> yeah, look, I look forward to that. No, dude, it's cool having you on here, man. Um, not just we want to talk PLL with you, obviously, but some other yeah. stuff as well. So, um, you know, first off, let's talk about the PLL because I want to talk yeah. about that real quick. What are your thoughts with how the playoffs have shaped up? 
um, and how the coverage has been on ESPN, which, you know, I think has been pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, Greg, you and I are in similar stages of life with, with the babies running around. Um, and so like, it, it's tough to balance and plan around games. So the coverage on with, with the ESPN app and just how well and how accessible it is has been incredible. So I've, I haven't missed a game yet, which has been great. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of how the playoffs have shaped up, look, man, I think um, in pro lacrosse, I'll be curious to see if you guys, pretty girl, what are you doing? We get a cameo? Get her, get her in here. Brooke, you want to come say yes, hello? Yes, come say hi. Championship. Come say hi real quick. Hey, Brooke. Hey. <laughs> and that's how you get kids uh, right back to bed. Yeah, Scotty. It, maybe if Scotty had sleeves on, she would have stayed for a few more minutes. God damn it! Well, she sorry, probably guys. would have. It was it was the tats and the sleeves. Um, but no, I, dude, I think um, and Greg and Scott, you obviously know this just based on your careers and championships you've won at the pro- professional level. Like the teams that are having success are like gelling at the right time. Uh, unselfish on both sides of the ball, facing off really well, getting incredible goaltending. Like, all of it has to go well to win a pro championship. Um, and the two teams that are left, like, throw out the regular season records aside. Like, they're putting it together at the right time, and that's, like, what wins professionally. See you, sweetie. Kyle, I got, I, Kyle, I got a question for you. What do you think – I mean, we were talking about the Archers, and like I said, me and you have a lot of experience playing with Tommy and playing with Marcus and Dominique. Uh, those are good friends of ours. Well, I mean – do you think I, – I love those guys. I love the chemistry because it's almost like the same team we had in Ohio. But um, do you yeah. think that Nucleus is 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 going to see some changes in the offseason? Because I know we do here. Uh, I just want to hear your thoughts, you know, being out – being as an outsider looking in. That's a heavy question for, for the fellas that we're tight with. Um, I don't – look, man, I don't know. I don't I don't know. You know, I, I, think, I think through the teams I've been on and teams that like – had a ton of talent and didn't quite get over the hump. Like, you know, Raj, I look at our Ohio team, you know, we get to the semis, we get to the sem, or we get to the semis, get to the semis championship. And then finally won one. But like, had we not won that one, I bet, I bet we get blown up too. Yeah. Right. Like I bet they have, they have to gut us and start over. So I don't know, man, those guys are so talented that um, I'm honestly surprised that, that they, they're not in the championship and haven't been yet, but I don't know what happens. They're too good. Like, I, I think I like, if you think about, if you think about blowing that team up, like, are you going to get fair value and the talent that you're giving yeah, away? Yeah. And like at the pro level, in my opinion, at least like, yo, these dudes are good. I did a video the other day about a goal that was scored in the chaos. game. Bless you, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a goal in the chaos game. Dude, threw, I can't remember who scored it. I want uh, maybe tell him Rogers. Okay. I can't remember. Either way, dude caught like caught a lever pass and like casually yeah. around the world yeah. into the corner. I was like, what the hell am I watching? Like, that, that, that's crazy that that's the talent mm-hmm. level. So, like, I don't know. When you think about blowing that team up, are you going to find players that good elsewhere? I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, too, the reason, like, for me, I've always believed, similar to what you were just saying, that you're, you want to crescendo chemistry-wise on the field as a team at the right time. But I've mm-hmm. always believed that the best locker room wins these championships in the pro level. It's the locker room that is the tightest, the locker room that knows each other the well and trusts each other the most. It works yep. in college, pro, and international, right? And 100%. I think, you know, it was always hard to bet against the Archers because as guys who've played pro, we know how tight that yeah. locker room is. Yeah. So, sure. I, you know, even against the Chaos, who I think have a, a locker room that they all get along, they all love each other. I was just like, man, the Archers, it's just hard to bet against those guys. But 
playoff blaze is just a totally different animal. Man. Yeah, dude. He's, he's yeah, he looks a little too comfortable for me. He is, yeah. man. It's like the but the whole team, Kyle, the whole team looks too comfortable in this spot. For sure. In this like two yeah, and eight sure. spot. And that's what I was talking about before with Greg. And I think we could touch on it a little bit here. Um yeah. with there being eight teams, dude, like you're a big part of this league. I know you're you're in running in the you know front office piece a bit. What what is yeah. the salute? I mean, you know how much it costs to add another team to this league. It's not that easy. So just people saying on Twitter and Instagram, add four teams. Well, do you have 20 million, whatever, $10 million, buddy? Like, do you have that? No. Like, so yeah. how do you fix that problem? Like, what is, I just want to hear your side. Like, how do you, because a two and eight team, I hear all the bullshit comments, but they yeah. don't, that's what they need to do. Uh, yeah, no. So again, this that's above my pay grade. I obviously don't get to make the call, uh, but I will say, like, I think you have to look at logistics of operating the league as it currently exists. And, like, right now, like, we're stretched as thin as we can go for a weekend, right? So if people let's – just, let's just throw financials away for a second because, um, obviously, the, the cost that comes with, with adding mm-hmm. a team or multiple teams, as people are suggesting, is, is out of control. But let's throw that away for now. But just think about operationally. Like, right now, the, the ops team is stretched to the limit for a weekend. So if you're saying let's add more teams – all right, now we got to go to a different site. So you need a whole new ops team. You need a whole new marketing. You need, you need all of those things. It's not just the teams. Uh-huh. Yep. And so I think that's probably the thing people don't think through. I, I Conceptually, I get it. Like the talent that's in the player pool, the talent that's not dressing. I get all that. And I, and I agree we should try and solve for it. I'm sure we will. But when thinking through operationally, like you add more teams to this thing, this thing has to go to different venues at the same time, which means just literally double everything you have yeah. right now. Agree. Totally. Yeah, that's what people don't. Great point. You know, and especially because it's a tour-based model, which is proving to be better than the franchise right. model that we used to have. Right. And, and people yep. would be like, "Oh, you know, you need to have home teams." I'm like, "Really? Well, Long Island, the mecca of lacrosse, we used to get two thousand people if we're lucky." Yeah. So yep. if that's the key, then you know you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I think my my thought was I would I thought the draft bracket was absolutely brilliant. I would have loved to see a five team playoff and then some, and then maybe like one of the, the teams that lose the quarterfinals again, go into a draft bracket. I thought people really loved that. I wonder if you yeah. guys thought about bringing the draft back at, uh, bracket back. Yeah. I mean, again, that's, a, that's above my, uh, above my pay grade, but it's definitely, I think everything's on the table, right? You want to yeah. discuss it all. And I think the, I think the coolest part about this and, and you guys are doing it uh, with this podcast, but just, the, the discussion around like all things league related is dope. Like, be, like this, Greg, Scotty, we've all been around long enough. Like, this is not how it was oh, before. Yeah. No, like, no one's talking about what we were doing during the week. <laughs> like, now like, people are invested, yeah. right? Like, they're we're talking about draft. We're talking about prospects. We're talking about like I saw some tweet the other day that was talking about a high school that was going to be dope in the PLL. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? But it's dope. I was like, this is great. People are actually talking about prospects. Right, right. Dude, we never used to be able – you'd have to, like – you would get a detective badge if you could find <laughs> photos of yourself after an MLR. Oh, dude. Without, without, now, yeah, without like – It's like Cluche yeah. doesn't even yeah. get to the sideline before he's all over the internet after a shovel shot. And it's just – I mean, I'm jealous as hell of that shit. Yeah, but, yeah, I, yeah. I, I totally hear you, man. So, Kyle, last question sure. on this before we, you know, beat this topic to death. But do you think – no. With how the chaos are making a run to the championship again after a pretty lackluster regular season, do you think it's good for the league in terms of it shows how much parity there really is and the talent is so uh, top to bottom, just all there? Or do you think it's 
a little bit on the negative side where it's like, oh, the regular season doesn't really matter. Dude, I love it. I, I, I Again, I, you could probably argue it either way, but for me, I love it. Like, look, they, they have it figured out. Like, they're laughing yeah, at all of I us, know. right? Like, literally, 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 literally like, laughing. Yeah. yeah, like they're just trying to like, we're going to get to the playoffs and then we'll do what we have to yeah. do. And so I think it's a message to the rest of the teams that like, you, you got to figure it out too. They've clearly figured it out. Like, so whether they win or not, right? Like they're in the championship game again, third year in a row. Like they clearly have a recipe that works. Uh, this will be their third championship game. So I think it's a good thing, man. And, and I think this all season going to be great. I think it's going to be great. I think you're going to see players looking to, to make yeah. some moves. I think you're going to see coaches wanting to make some moves. Um, I think COVID has obviously there's a backlog of talent coming out of college that like the people, people, uh, people want to make rosters. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Greg and, and Scott feel the same. Like as a competitor, like I wish this was it when I was 26. Like this is a dream to come and compete in this scenario and have to fight for a spot and scrap. Because when we came out, like you come out and there's a there's a pretty good chance if you had a good college play. career. You're, you're going to get on the field Dude, now? I, hey, Kyle, like, Kyle, I remember man. I got drafted after that loss in the championship, and I get a call from Dave Huntley. I'm yeah. in Japan, and uh, I get an email like, yo. Oh, oh, Scott, Scott, let me stop you in your story. What were you doing in Japan? Everybody wants to know what was going on yeah, in Japan. Yeah. Oh, I, was just, I, was just, I was just going around just, just seeing some sights. And um, so, so, you know, huh. I saw some sights in Japan, huh. um, huh. you know. And then a bunch of kids in Japan right now with the last name Rogers. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, you know, we went to Japan, and obviously, I got an email saying you got drafted. <laughs> and uh, so then I get, I'm like, yo, I got to hop on a flight. So I booked a flight like two days earlier than the rest of the team left. And Dave Huntley yeah. picks me up from the Buffalo airport, and I'm yeah. dressing against the Chesapeake Bayhawks a, a week oh after I lost the championship game. And I'm like, this team, I watch a little film. I think they put up like 22 goals and they shot like 10, th- 10 two pointers with like Kyle Dixon, Ben Hunt. Oh, Kyle yeah. Dixon shot like, right through the I'm sitting there going, yeah. no, I'm not ready for this yet. Let me get a practice in, yeah. baby, you know? So I just remember like, you were <laughs> that was the, how, that's how we all got drafted. Like, you were good in college, produce now. And that was, yeah, show up here and do it. It was crazy, dude. It was crazy. But, but yeah, that was a, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome right now. Like, I, they, the league has an issue on their hands next year because there's about there's about thirty like twenty five year old seniors coming out of college yeah. that are that have been in the college a long time because They're of the blanket waivers and six years yeah. and all other shit. Hey, isn't that your um, idea? Now, and, and high school kids go to college when they're like twenty one now too. Kyle, so there's there's your, dudes Kyle, with great beards. Department that's Kyle's department, right? That's uh, player contracts. My department. What do you do over there? These men have player contracts. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm on, I'm on the lacrosse operations uh, team, definitely. I lead in there. But my, my majority of my work is PLL assist and all of our nonprofit stuff. I, I don't want to get caught up in that drama. Well, let's dodge that like the Matrix. I love that. I love that. <laughs> hey, can we, I want to talk a little bit about you after, obviously, to play your you know, unbelievable playing career. You're a freaking legend. Everyone knows that. But I, wanna, I love the stuff you do. Um, I want you to talk about your five-star app. Uh, I want you to, you know, obviously yeah. tell me a bit about it. Tell our audience about it. And uh, I love it, man. Yeah. No, that was nice of you to give me an opportunity to do that. No, I, look, man, I think similar to, to Greg, and I know Paul's done the same. Like, I lucked out in that when people, like, really started caring about lacrosse from a marketing and, like, spending perspective, it was, like, right as I was coming out. And so, like, you know, I signed right out of college with STX and Nike, and there were a few smaller companies I signed with that – at the time, didn't have the capital to pay me the cash I would want, so they gave me equity in the company. Um, and then you fast forward 17 years, and now like 
that means something. And so like, it's been really fun to, to figure out which, which company to lean into, have the opportunity to invest in a few companies. But I guess for the, the five-star app that you mentioned specifically, like I actually talked to Greg about this right when we were first putting it together, but um, it's basically the world's first sports highlight rating app. So no comments, like after a couple of years of research, like kids uh, were just getting jammed up with trolls. Uh, and I know there's one person on, on this chat right now that also has some issues with trolls that has trouble controlling himself. Um, and so Scott, when you post on this app, no one can say anything. You're good. You get rated one through five stars. Uh, so even if they don't like your highlight, you're still getting a star, right? Yeah. Like you'll get one or two. Um, but it's cool, man. You know what I've loved about it is it's, it's not lacrosse specific. So like it's all sports. There's hoopers on there. We sponsor a bunch of events. We did Quavo's event a couple months ago, like a celebrity uh, basketball event. We do football events. It's it's been fun. So we're still in, in like the uh, beta phase in terms of the launch. We launched it um, a couple weeks ago. Um, but like the official launch that we'll do a whole launch part and all that stuff will be, will be coming up. We've signed a few athletes, uh, but we're still in the building phase. So it's fun for me. It feels like, it feels like a lot of these companies I've worked with at the beginning. It feels like a startup, which is fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. We actually have to get on the phone this week about that. We do. Yeah. We do. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do launch if you want to talk about it. I don't like talking over the phone. Scotty wants a free lunch. Oh, go do lunch. Yeah. Look, man, if, if you want to come on out here. Come on, come on out to Severna Park. I know you don't leave the city much. I see you boo loving all over the internet these days, though. Dude, listen, I, it's a good. Hey, I'm hey, happy. Hey, hey, listen, We're happy for you, Scott. Listen, I'm listen, so man. I had Tommy I on last week. I don't need this shit this week. I yo, don't need this yo, shit Tommy, this week. Tommy was shooting at you. I saw that. I saw that we on the are Instagram. Happy for you, Scott. All right, yo. Man, what's the next question, dude? What are we doing? That wasn't a booch. I'm happy for Thanks, you, bro. Sip your Perrier. No, we lo- we love keeping Scotty honest. I I love the banter, uh, but yeah, I mean, we touched upon it. Um, you know, your role now outside of your playing career is still involved with the league. Um, you know, you said yeah. you're not as involved with the player contracts. You know, you're the PLL director of player relations, right? As well as uh, diversity and inclusion. Tell us a little bit about both of those. You know, efforts. Yeah. So, I mean, my 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 role's been fluid, right? So, like. As the league grows, the, I'll talk player specific, like that role changes. So like at the beginning, it was signing players. Like that was like, we got to we gotta go sign a bunch of dudes and get them to this league. So like it was uber focused on that. And then from there, once we signed the players, it became like negotiating contracts, making sure everybody was taken care of, making sure uh, that, that, that everything was moving the right direction. And we were executing on the things we promised these dudes we were going to, right? Like I, I, I you know my anxiety at the beginning was really around that. Like I believed, you know, just to back up Paul, Paul and I every year uh, for the last 12 years, uh, cause we lived on different coasts. We're like, yo, we got to connect at the convention. We're both going to be there. Let's connect. Literally never happened. Uh, it just wouldn't, wouldn't work out timing wise. He's talking here. I'm talking there never happened. And so 2018, he was like, yo, we have to connect at the convention next week. And I was like, okay, cool. So we actually go, we go to breakfast. He explains, you know, the idea. I say, like, yeah, I'm in, assuming, like, this is years in the future. And dude's like, yeah, we're, we're going to roll this out before the year's over. And I was like, holy shit. Um, and so, like, that's when, like, the, the focus of, like, oh, we got to sign dudes. But at the same time, the, the apprehension and anxiety for me was, like, we're, we're promising the world here. Now we have to actually do it. Like, this has, this has to work. Um, and I think, you know, to, to Paul, Mike and, and the whole PLL team's credit, like 
think they, they did what they said they were going to do, right? They, they gave players an outlet. Uh, they got them on TV. The, the wages were raised, the health care, all, all the things that were being discussed, like all of them happened. Uh, and so, again, that was the beginning. And then it, and then it transitioned uh, to, to just player maintenance and being kind of a go-between between player complaints and the league and vice versa and making sure that, that folks uh, were heard. Uh, and then, honestly, like this year, uh, and I really a little bit last year towards my last year of playing, it's like it's been easier now. Now we're two, three years in, like guys kind of get it. Um, you know, there's a hierarchy and a real structure built out with the cross operations team with Rachel Checo, um, you know, Seth Tierney. They all do a great yeah. job. So I, I just lead in when I can. And then on the DNI side, PLL assist is like best best comp would be, you know, how NBA has NBA cares, which is all of their nonprofit work. Um, PLL assist is our nonprofit arm. And so working with our growth partners, uh, leaning in the different causes, fundraising, et cetera. Um, me, me and Eric Matthew drive that. So I love my role, man. It's been again, fluid. And, and as the league grows, I, I have the opportunity to shift, uh, and, and find new lanes and continue uh, pushing this thing forward. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the things that I've always loved is, well, on the first side, I remember when there was like 150 player exodus immediately. Yeah. to the PLL. Yeah. And we had, we had yeah. said on the show before, I was like, if it wasn't in the hands of the right people, if the right leaders yeah. didn't drive this thing, I mean, it said a lot about how much trust people have in you guys um, and Mike and Paul about <laughs> leaving yeah. a situation where you're like, I'm guaranteed a few thousand dollars and playing in this yeah. league. Um, so yeah. that was the one thing. But the other thing is, is you can tell the personality of Paul is all over this thing. Because from day yeah. one, there's never been fear of driving a cause. Paul's an outspoken yeah. guy politically and um, socially. And yeah. I, you know, you and I are, are, are very similar in that as well. We have no problem speaking up for what we think is right. And the league as a whole does it. And they don't shy yeah. away from anything. They'll make merchandise towards it. They'll do anything uh, if they believe it's Absolutely. right. So you know, that's one of the things I love about this league. Is it's unapologetic in that. Do I not believe in things that are right? Oh, I'm sorry, Scotty. Was this not about you too? Hey, Scotty, you do it too, man. We just talked about your love life for 30 minutes, dude. I'm just not, it wasn't about me. I just want to be considered a good guy. Okay. Hey, hey, and Scotty, hey, 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 cut. All right, we're rolling. You know, Kyle, you and I and Scotty are really the same. You know, we I care about about things things too. I care about things too. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, cuts. All right, rolling. Sives and Harry and Scotty and me both believe in social stuff. Real quick, we were talking about getting on tonight, and Scotty's like, oh, I got to do 8 o'clock. Can't do 7.30. I'm like, why, Scotty? What do you have today? Well, I had to wake up and put on a T-shirt, and then I had to work out. How am I supposed to get all that done before 8 o'clock? And <laughs> they're getting my kids dinner, getting back from work. I'm like, I'm going to kill this Hey, guy. man, get it together. What's the deal, Raj? When are you settling down? Just, just guys. We we can't go. We can't. We can't continue down. like this. Okay. You look happy. I look I'm happy. happy. Here's the deal. You, uh, you've always had this problem. We can't be nice. Like whenever someone's nice to you, you think that like we're coming at you. I am bro, genuinely happy for you. Sound. You sound just like Rebecca. Yeah. Rebecca said this the other day. She's like, I can't give you a compliment. Every time you give me, a, I give you a compliment. You make it a fight. I don't listen know what that means. Listen to yourself, right man. Oh my god, this is absolutely going to be on Instagram. Yeah, listen to yourself right now. This is out of control. Rebecca, compliment me ever. Sweet Rebecca. (laughs) He loves you so much. Just say you hate me. I'll take that. For the people at home, just so you know, I was there the moment Rebecca met Scotty for the first time. Okay. 
<laughs> Give me more. Where was this? Where which is this was at the Pendry in Maryland. And Scotty oh, walked by. Like, oh. And mm-hmm. she turned and looked. And she said, and I quote, oh, my God, I love him. And jumped out of the pool and ch- chased him right over to the cabana. Oh, relax. All right, guys, can we move forward here? I believe this. I can corroborate that with eight other people. All right. He's correct. Kyle, we'll get lunch and we'll talk about it. Just not on our podcast. And there's there's trolls on Instagram that are so angry and punching the air because they don't want it to be that easy for you, Scotty. And guess what? It It was that easy. And she's a nice lady. She's a very great lady. Scott, it's okay okay for your friends to care about you and be happy that you're happy. That's what I get from all the boys. Thank you, Kyle. It's all right. Thank you, Greg. Now, we we gave you enough time now, Scotty. Okay, so can you... Can you chill when we don't bring you up now sometimes? Hey, hey, Kyle. We'll we'll take one more dig at Scotty, though, before. Why was he in in the state of – why was he in the PLL documentary more than Kyle? What was up with that? He got more FaceTime than Kyle did. Look, I mean, Scotty was throwing around weights. He was doing his thing. I thought Scott was great. Oh, I mean, great. Kyle Kyle had a spot on a roster, Danny. Do you understand the difference? I'm sitting out here. I'm sitting out here doing that. Paul's like, can we interview your free agency life? Sure, man. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> everyone, everyone free agency life is let me let me let me shrug a wheelbarrow full of logs. Oh, I came from so hey, deep. I could feel. Scotty, sorry about that. Here, here, we'll put you on ESPN. I could feel that you weren't fitting at all. Hey, Rebecca, put all these logs in this wheelbarrow so I can shrug them. Oh, you're such an idiot. I can't believe you. Hey, oh, um, thing? Kyle, before oh, no, we let you go, I do have a question for you. Um, no, hold on. Hold on, Greg. I got one more. I want to hear what Rebecca thought of Scott in the dock. I never watched myself on those kind of things. I, I knew I was a real hardo in that. Um, I got to tell you, man, I've heard a lot of lies in my life. That might be the top of the list. <laughs> might be the top of the list, buddy. <laughs> Listen, yep, she loved it. Funny. She loved it. She uh, she said, obviously, this would be probably more of a. She thinks it's a great opportunity from a media perspective. See, she's like, "Wow, you're actually pretty decent on camera." I was like, "Well, when I want to be, unless there's a little twelve year old that says, Yo, you suck.' Then I turn into a absolute <laughs> and the whole day is over." So, Man, there's a whole bunch of twelve year olds right now that are just washing their hands, getting ready to hop on their iPads. Oh, I know. I know. I know you guys are trying to run me no, off no, here, never, but I got to go. No, I wanted thing. to ask you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, please. I got nothing to, He's I having fun. Kyle rarely has fun. Said, he's he's the kids are in bed. My, my day is open now. I need to talk about Scott. And, I mean, there's just so much to unpack from what he just said. But, Greg, go on. I've cut you no, off. I, I've, I definitely want to make sure I get your take on championship weekend. The yeah. championship back in Philly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we're excited because we're going to be there from a pregame perspective. Um, you know, Love tell it. us what you're thinking energy wise. Now this is, you know, yeah. we've been doing this since 2019. What are you looking yeah. forward to most for the championship? Um, I think a bunch of stuff, man. I think, uh, I think just like stepping back, just like it, it's a culmination of the work that's gone in for the last year. I think it's somebody in the front office, like you, you, you're a part of the cycle of building the season, right? Like, so the, the championship, let's just rewind back to last year. Championship happens, you know, champions crowned. There's that week right afterwards where there's a ton of media, a ton of stuff going on. Then the front office shuts down for a week. Um, everybody goes on vacation. And then when you come back, 
you're, it's just full speed to the next year, right? You're building everything. You're getting ready for the trade deadline and you're getting ready for the draft and you're getting ready for free. Like there's just stuff to get ready for. And so I don't know from, from like um, just a sentimental standpoint, it's a culmination of like a lot of work from a lot of people. So that's really exciting. And I think like win or lose after the game, that's just like fun to spend time with folks and, and reflect on the year you've had um, from the actual like gameplay. Yo, I think it's going to be great. I think if the chaos figure it out, like, bruh, like they, they made a joke of all of us, uh, just like backdoored their way into exactly what they were doing, turned it on at yeah. the right time, had a game plan. You know what, Greg? I would say um, it was a little bit like, and I know you were on the 2014 team we lost. It was the, 20, the 2006 world team, like, it felt like what Canada did to us a little bit. Like, we, mm. we, like, we eked by in the in the uh round robin game and like after that game like we were relieved excited but like they like couldn't have cared less and it was because like they just tried their game plan for like five minutes to see if it worked and it worked and then they shut it down they did the same thing come, in come, team. Saying, come championship they yeah. just literally Completely did different the team. entire game yeah and so like that's yeah. kind of what chaos has done and so that that's cool i want i would love would love to see Sowers go off and just do his deal of like shaking people, go hard to the buck. Like I would love to see him do his thing. Uh, I think the water dogs winning is an interesting story. Um, love a bunch of players on both teams. I, yeah. I could talk about that forever, but I hope it's a tight game. I hope it's a really tight game. And then somebody does something crazy. Preferably Josh. Wait, can I, yo, cause Kyle, <laughs> I have a question. One more just before he gets on, gets off. I, I, we got to talk Please, about his man. old team. I'm not going to let him get out of here without talking about the Redwoods. You both are alumni. They both did not play well this year. I want some input from Kyle Harrison on the Redwood season. And you say we both didn't play well. Greg, Greg didn't play. I didn't play. What do you mean we both didn't play well? Are you, you lying? Not, you didn't hey. play well. The team, your alumni. What do you think needs? To, you guys, oh, you guys oh, okay. every okay. single year. Danny, I played for the dodge it. He's trying to dodge it. He can't dodge this. One. Every <laughs> single year that Harry and I both played for the Redwoods, we made it to the championship every year. That's going to get a lot of heat on Twitter just alone. So get, let's just keep that going. I, I, <laughs> every single year. It was only, we only, I mean, did you follow that, Scott? I think it went over his head, Greg. He, did, he didn't miss it. It's all right. He missed it. We only played together one year. We went to the championship, Scott. I, I got you covered. But anyway, the Redwoods, look, man, it's, it's, a, it's professional lacrosse. You know how it goes. Like you, you, um, and I've had this happen on multiple teams. It used to happen to us in Jersey a little bit. We had a year like this um, for Ohio, just like you have all the pieces and, you know, whether it's chemistry, whether it's, um, you just don't play well in a game or two. I think they lost. You guys probably have the stats. I want to say it was like three, three or four one goal games. Like they were right there in the end for a couple of them. Like that's how it goes, man. I think there's some there's some bright spots from the year. I thought Ryder Garnsey had a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know he finished the ball well. I mean he I, Ryder's a home run hitter, so like it's fun when you see him like get on a run and he just went on a run for the whole year. So that was great to see. Charlie was phenomenal. I know Jules got banged up. I love seeing Jack Kelly back in the goal. Like, I think that's like a story in itself. Apple had another great year. I think led the league and calls turnovers. Like, look, man, the the pieces are there. It's got to keep building. That's it. Love it, man. Yeah. In professional lacrosse, you can have the same team four years in a row and have completely different results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just really comes – people have to remember, too, these guys you – know, you only practice once or twice a week if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so much can happen during the week in your personal life, your other work lives that can affect things mm-hmm. on the field. And it's not that different from college across. That's why For I won't sure. bet on college sports because I'm like, I don't know if that kid's girlfriend dumped him yesterday. 
Uh, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. I know about a girlfriend in college. Yeah, that's well, why. Well, you went to Notre Dame. So that's why. Um, real like follow-up question to the PLL championship one. If mm-hmm. the chaos win it, are they allowed to have the trophy unchaperoned? <laughs> it's a Tiffany trophy, right? Uh, I mean, geez. yeah. Look, man, I think that trophy might be a little more expensive now, Ooh. so probably not. Probably not. I don't know. But look, man, if they break that thing, it's like it's it's very very chaos. On brand, they break it. <laughs> yeah, they'll get it on. But look, wait, I got to back up to the Redwoods. If I'm talking Redwoods, I got to give a shout out to Rob Pinnell. He fucking crushed Hell it. Yes, and reminded people that he is still he that, is that dude, dude, and I love that dude. I, like yeah, but people like these young cats, like they don't necessarily remember. Like no, no, he used to do this and like still does it, and I loved it. Like he reminded people, like no, no, I know I'm getting older. I will still bust your ass. Yeah, 100%, is what he did. And I, Good I shit. I love that. And 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 that Saint Laurent. If it, any day, no matter what day it is, 15 years from now, whatever. If Nat Saint Laurent is not the head coach of the Redwoods, I'm no longer a Redwoods fan. Is You're moving on because he's the man. He's the best man. I played Look, for man, in Ohio. Kyle obviously has known him. Obviously, Tom too. Yeah, man. He's freaking a great. He's a great leader, dude. Like he's honestly one of the best leaders of men I've been around. So. Yeah, man. Of course. Like we, we people throwing stones, man. They'll, they'll be back. Yeah. Don't worry about that. They'll be all right. Hundred percent. I got one final question for you, Kyle. Before we'll let you go, unless you want to keep <laughs> digging, Scotty. But uh, no, we're good. I got tons of stuff to say my, about Scott. My people last question is: you know, you're you're so involved in the league and. You you've been there from the start, and and you know you're so invested in it. Um, where do you want to see this league be in you know five years, ten years? Like, what's the goal? Obviously, the goal is you know best it could possibly be. But maybe realistically, like, how do you see the league you know keep maturing? And because it's still an infant, so you know five, ten years. Yeah. How do you see that kind of take take shape? Yeah, man. Again, I think um, like the short answer would be. I think the, the thing that I've seen, and I'm sure Greg and Scotty would agree with this, like professional lacrosse has become aspirational. Like kids actually want to play pro lacrosse. You have, I got a neighbor uh, that lives across the street from me that plays. He's in sixth grade. And this dude like swears the end game is premier lacrosse league. Like F everything else. I am going to every step that has to be taken. I'll go shoot early. I'll do ladders. I'll be on the wall. I'll lift. I'm playing PLL. And like, that's the dream for me. Like, just again, that's that's very you know high level short answer. But in terms of like the league functionality, I mean, Scott and Greg touched on it earlier. Obviously, uh, eventually, I don't, I don't know the timeline on this, so um, don't quote me on it. But like, geo based has to be in the cards somewhere down the line. I don't know when, but that has to be a discussion. Um, you're gonna have to think. I, you guys just talked to be talk expansion earlier. Like again, above my pay grade, I got nothing to do with it. But with how much talent there's gonna continue to pour out of college, like obviously over the next few years, that will have to be a discussion. Um, but at high level for me, I'm just excited now that like us three dudes got to be in this thing long enough to see like professional lacrosse be played on ABC or be played on ESPN, uh, like ESPN the regular ESPN, not yeah, ESPN nice. thirty. Um, not, not Ocho, not the freaking Ocho. Yeah, yeah. not the Ocho. I spent so my like, Ohio game check at a bar, bro. The whole damn game that, check went out, went in, went out. Hey, man, but we won a championship. It was worth it. <laughs> we did. It was worth. Did. It. I think I was. I think I was minus two grand for that season, but it was lit. Oh, for sure. 
No, I was in the red for yeah. sure. Uh, but we won. Yeah. But we won. Sure. Um, so yeah, man. No, the the le- look, the league just getting started. Awesome leadership at the top. Like you know, great great investors, great board, uh, g- great leadership in the front office. So super excited about the future, and just love the fact that that pro lacrosse is now like aspirational. People want to do this. Awesome. No, oh, yeah, I love that. I mean, you said you said that it was like a high level short answer. I thought that's a great answer, and I think that's such a great point that these kids that are growing up and that are just all in lax rats, and it's like. That's yeah. their end goal, and I think that is super awesome. But, Kyle, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Greg, Scotty, we got anything else for him, or yeah, we let just, him go? No, next, I, I, this is the longest interview we've had, the most enjoyable I've had. Honestly, he's one of my great friends, but uh, we'll get him on next time. He'll explain to us what a gooseneck is, if he could do that, and that would be phenomenal. Gooseneck. <laughs> oh, I can explain a gooseneck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, the, the, I'm, we're not kidding. I'm coming back here again because I feel like there's a lot to unpack around Scotty and Rebecca. All right, like, there's a lot to talk about. Yo, there's a lot to talk about. we'll do one. We'll do What's one. Harry and Greg live yeah, from the bachelor party. Yeah, see, the there we go. We'll yeah, it. if I could get Kyle to go to I, a bachelor I, party past six p.m., I will be. In. I was gonna say, Scotty, you gotta, if you're getting married, me. I will be at the bachelor. You party. both will be there till six yeah. p.m. and night night. I love that. Yeah, look, I'll be. I, you, I am your guy from ten a.m. to six p.m. Yeah. Greg, Greg's the same. Greg's the same. It's good. It's perfect. Yeah. Then I'll get ten hours of sleep. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, thank wait, you. Wait, wait. Last question. I appreciate you. Wait, I'm, I know you guys are trying to kick me out of here. Kick it out. Are you doing live from the championship? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. there. Boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah, college game day. We be there afterwards. Oh, I like that. Will you be like doing like a recap or just before? Just before. Um, I'm not sure what the plan is yet, but what we'd love for you to stop by during the pregame show. We'll be in the, we'll be right outside the stadium. I'm, yeah, I'm coming back from LA. I'm 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 getting on a six a.m. So I think I land at like two. What's that flight? First uh, class. You don't even worry about that, Scott. Uh, Private. <laughs> I know him, bro. Coming back from him. coming back from LA, and I land at two, and so like just Uber to the stadium. I don't know if I'll make it, but I'd, I'd love to. Let's make sure at least we catch up, grab a drink after. All right, we'll be on the field either way after the the game starts, so we'll we'll see you. Oh yeah, perfect. Right on. Appreciate you, awesome. All right, brother. Kyle, Kyle, thank you so you much again week. for. Uh, yeah, Kyle, thanks so much again for your time tonight, everyone listening. Make sure you go check out all the you know the extracurriculars that Kyle is spearheading for the, with diversity and inclusion and the PL as a whole is really putting out there. Thanks again, Kyle. We really appreciate your time, and we'll see you next week in Philly. All right, fellas. See you there. Travel safe. Thanks, brother. Welcome back, everybody, and we hope you enjoyed that interview with Kyle Harrison as much as we enjoyed having him on. I know maybe not Scotty, but Greg and I enjoyed having him on, and that, that's the first time I ever talked to Kyle. I, like I, I mentioned to him, I, I've admired him for a while. What a cool dude. I mean, that was awesome interview. Uh, so great having him on. I can't wait to meet him in person next week down in Philly. Speaking of next week down in Philly, as we've mentioned, we will be boots on the ground. If you guys are down there in Philly, make sure you stop by. Come check it out. We'll be chopping it up, doing a little pregame show. You can uh, come check out, meet Scotty and Greg. Uh, maybe get some autographs from Scotty. We know he likes giving out autographs. I, I think we got merch. I think I, you're gonna, they're gonna, some people are going to see the first uh, Rise Up merch on us, which is going to be unbelievable. I think we're about to reveal a couple pocket tees maybe. So oh, yeah. we're all right. Maybe we'll get to do some giveaways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to throw T-shirts. So we have the finals preview. Brought to you by our newest sponsor, BioSteel. 
BioSteel's mission is to create the healthiest and most trusted sports hydration products on the planet. Whether you're a pro athlete, the next generation of athletes, a weekend warrior, or just living your everyday life, BioSteel is the better for you hydration option. The best kept secret in sports is no longer a secret. Make sure you use code RU25 to try your BioSteel today and get 25% off your first purchase. This is why, Whoa. Greg, Greg, this is why he's here. This is why we got him. One tank Sibes. Holy Nailed shit, Sibes. Dude, I just ordered a whole case, and they're a sponsor. I'll just tell you what, it. that was a mouthful. I could use a BioSteel right now. I'm yeah, parched yeah. after after saying all that. He's still selling. He's still selling. I better selling. have BioSteel in my hands in Philly. All right, let's do these previews. Let's do it. We got the seven-seated chaos versus Don't. the five-seated water dogs. What? do we think is going to happen? Are the chaos going to shove it in everyone's faces or are we going to see a new champion this year? So, I got something. I got two similar teams on to me, two um, ca- Canadian guys, indoor players on both. Um, obviously the chaos have more, but I just think that culturally very similar Copeland and Andy towers mindset wise us against the world. Um, I honestly think you have two similar teams, man, that are coming in with two similar mindsets, and it's going to be a clash. And I think it's going to be a close one. I might even see an overtime one. That's my prediction. I'm still riding with the chaos. You guys know I've been riding with them all year because of Blazer. Um, And I think Blazer is the key to the whole damn Cadillac. So there he is. I think they pull it out. Blaze gets another one. You do love yourself a good caddy. I think – Playoff Blaze is an enigma. I think that defense is feeling really good, and I think the offense is confident. And we we're do, they're doing exactly what we said they were going to do as they got healthy, as they got off the rust from indoor, after they got done with the sixes, after that play that All Star break, things started clicking a little bit, and they made exactly the run that we thought. They are very at home in this championship game. That being said. The Water Dogs just beat two-time champs. The, the confidence has to be through the roof. Their offense, when they are so scary in transition. I feel like Wardo and Courier are going to be awesome. I feel like the face-off matchup, I think Withers has an advantage ground ball-wise. I think if Sowers is 100%, and if DNAP is back. I don't know. I'm really worried about that hammy. But if those guys are healthy and in the lineup, I have no choice because I said I will not pick the chaos in the playoffs because if I don't pick them, they're going to keep winning. I'm going water dogs and my boy Jake Withers, and I'm going to get myself a whiz wit if he wins. We'll probably get a whiz wit and a, and a pint, but yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I'm driving. No, but yes. Oh, correct. I'll have a whiz wit. Correct. I look at this game and, you know, you got, we, we've said it, everyone's saying it, like, this chaos team just turns it on at the right time. Blaze just outplayed the goalie of the year award winner to win the game. Or no, well, he played yeah. against the Water Dogs, but, you know, he's yeah. playing like the goalie of the year at this yeah. point in time. And when I, I just looked up the odds on DraftKings, it's minus 120 Water Dogs, minus 110 Chaos. So Vegas even thinks this is a, is a coin flip. They don't even know which way it's going to go. I love your, 
I love your call, Scotty, for overtime. I think that would be great for the league. It'd be great for the viewership. It just who doesn't love free lax? I'm lax, sticking man. with my guns with Greg picking against the chaos. Mm-hmm. I want to see a new champion in this league, and I'm pulling for the Water Dogs. God, I love that. Dude, if I'm right and the Water Dogs win, I'll feel pretty smart. If I'm wrong, I will be 0 for 7 in the playoffs, and I got to tell you, that might be more impressive. So we'll see. I'll tell, I'll tell you <laughs> what. I'll tell you one what. way to go. There's only one way to get every single 50-50 true and false answer wrong, and that's if you know the right answer. That really said that I'm playing guessing and checking. You know what that feels like? I mean, you're riding it out pretty well. I felt like shit that week when I go 0 for 4 that one week. I felt so shitty, dude. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I can't be embarrassed. I'm I'm impervious to being embarrassed. You are. So so I turn it into a positive, and that's what I do. I like your I'll tell you what. I – I have uh, a Chaos T-shirt jersey that I, I snagged a few years back with my buddy Jake Fakara on the back. So he's no longer playing for the Chaos, but maybe I'll wear that underneath my uh, Rise Up Pod shirt. So just in case the Chaos win, I can take it off and, and maybe Ooh, celebrate. Down. I like that. I like that. You're such. A, you're ready for it all. Jesus yeah. Christ. Gotta Dude, I'm ready for Philly, man. I think this is going to be so awesome. If you are a fan going to Philly, make sure you stop by. We would love to see you guys. Bring a sign. Do whatever you want. We want to create a college game day feel because this is going to be the first time this has ever happened in our sport, and I want to make it, I want to make it a, a fun time. Yeah, 100%, man. I'm pumped. Yeah, this is going to be sweet. Like I said, make sure you come, say hello. I swear, Scotty and Greg, they don't bite. They they look big and mean. No, but- no, 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 sides. If somebody's talking shit in this in this crowd, I'm going to run our test of shit out of it. You, 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 you don't. You don't. Be nice. That's come right. over. If you're nice, you come. You come over. Okay. Maybe we'll have to hire some bodyguards. We'll see. But like I them. like I said, come by. We got some merch. lawyers. We got some <laughs> merch for the fans. We got some other giveaways, I think. You know, we're having some guests come up and, and speak with us. We got an extra mic. Maybe we'll invite a fan up to come speak as well. We're super excited for this. We're getting boots on the ground. I'm excited to get down to Philly, Wawa country. I'm going to have a nice buffalo <laughs> chicken hoagie and uh, hoagie. some mac and cheese with some Old Bay on it. That's my oh, go-to. Dude, that is not Philly at all. Holy shit. Are so you going to put it on your story as a cheat meal? I know you like to do it. What is it, Friday? Orioles game? What's it called? What do you do, Friday treats? Treat yourself Friday. Treat yourself Friday. All right, good. good. Friday morning, you get a nice muffin, you get a nice donut, a little cinnamon roll. You earned <laughs> it. You worked all week for it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Love that. I love that. Good All stuff, right, man. man. Well, I'm excited to see you guys in Philly. It's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah, guys, we're excited. I appreciate you guys riding out the regular season, the playoffs with us. We're hoping uh, this one, this next episode is going to be the best of, the best one yet. So, Fucking right, so well. Well, guys, another great week. Make sure you listeners, if you're listening on Apple, listen on Spotify, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're watching it on the Torch Pro YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe to that as well. And Fellas, see you in a week. See you in a pump. couple of days. I'll see you in a couple of days, boys. Can't wait. Let's do Boom. it.